After getting swept in Pittsburgh, is it time to start slamming that panic button on the season? And how do the Cardinals compare to other struggling teams who had higher expectations coming into the year? This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Haffern, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio and the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. We want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. We're also on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment. That way you can interact with us. Hit the notification button so you know when the new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Now that today's episode is being brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MLB to get 10% off your first month. The Cardinals on Monday, June the 5th, that's where we're at here, are the worst team in the National League. Let that sink in for a second. The St. Louis Cardinals, one of the most consistent franchises in the history of baseball, one of the most winning franchises in the history of baseball, are currently the worst team in the National League. On June 5th, the worst record in the entire National League. What has happened? What a disaster this year has been so far. I mean, let's go through some of the names who are above the Cardinals in the National League. Let's start with uh, the Washington Nationals, shall we? A team that basically jettisoned every star player that they've had on their roster since winning the World Series a few short years ago. Names like Max Scherzer, Trey Turner, Juan Soto, Anthony Rendon. They've been without Steven Strasburg for the last couple of seasons. He's got severe nerve damage. Could could end his career. Haven't had him. They all but admitted that they were tanking last year, that they got rid of Juan Soto, traded him for a slew of prospects to the Padres, something the Cardinals apparently were not willing to do. Had discussions. Too rich for their blood. Nah, we're good. We're good. We like the guys we have. And um, the Washington Nationals have a better winning percentage than the Cardinals so far in 2023. Their best hitter this year is arguably former Cardinal Lane Thomas. I mean, go figure, another outfielder that couldn't cut it in St. Louis, but is thriving somewhere else. Who could imagine something like that ever happening, right? The Cardinals are also somehow worse than Nolan Arenado's former team, the Colorado Rockies, who have played this whole season without arguably their best player, Brendan Rodgers, whose top pitcher, Herman Marquez, has made just four starts because of injuries. They play at Coors Field. Nightmare for pitchers, right? They have a better winning percentage 
than the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cincinnati Reds have a better winning percentage than the St. Louis Cardinals, a team that has also stripped themselves of almost all their high-priced veteran talent as they rebuild in a more money-friendly way, we could say, you know, they're going, they went, blew it all up, said, we're going to start building it through the farm system. Guys are cheaper. That's the only way we can compete right now. They've traded away guys like Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, both of them having outstanding seasons for Seattle and Minnesota. Tyler Malley, good pitcher, hurt right now. Kyle Farmer went to Minnesota. A Eugenio Suarez, Jesse Winker, Brandon Drury. They let Nick Castellanos walk. They cut Mike Moustakis. They haven't had Joey Votto this year. He's been out all season with injuries. They've got the corpse of Will Myers in right field. Former Cardinals first-round pick Luke Weaver is in their rotation. Dominated his former team when they faced him in Cincinnati. A guy named Ben Lively had an ERA under two for them until getting hit around by the Brewers yesterday. The only teams that are worse than the Cardinals this year in Major League Baseball are the Oakland A's, who are moving to Las Vegas and could care less about what's going on in the field right now. They are a shell of a Major League Baseball team. So they're not even trying. <laughs> They've got 12 total wins. And then the Kansas City Royals. That's it. And the Kansas City Royals just split a two-game series with the Cardinals last week. Are the Cardinals worse than the Royals? Ooh. They didn't look that great against them, did they? But that's it. So you're down here in the pits with Oakland and the Royals. And again, I don't know if they're better than the Royals right now. So it's you and Oakland, worst teams in baseball right now. And you see these names like the A's, the Royals, the Nationals, Rockies, and Reds, and you know why they are where they are. You know, they, they've started the rebuild process in some way, shape, or form. Their uh, team payrolls are under $100 million, except for the Rockies, who just don't spend well, <laughs> you know? I mean, they're still paying Arenado $16 million to, pay for, to play for the Cardinals. Uh, they're paying Chris Bryant $28 million. Charlie Blackman still makes $15 million. Marquez makes $15 million. They just haven't made wise decisions with the money they have spent. But the Cardinals aren't supposed to be here, man. They're not. This team has two likely Hall of Famers playing at the corners. You've got five gold glove winners in your opening day lineup this year. Five. You have a new catcher who has been an all-star and has been one of the best offensive catchers in the league over the last five years on your team now. You've got a, a young, blossoming, left-handed slugger who's been in one of the top hitters in the National League for most of the season. You've got a top-five prospect in all of baseball on the roster. Some have him as the number one overall prospect. You've got a veteran pitcher closing in on 200 career wins. He's going to be a Cardinals Hall of Famer. You've got a two-time All-Star in the rotation. You've got a litter of talented arms ahead of an All-Star closer in the bullpen. And yet, it's not working. It's not working. The team was picked by most people to win this division. 
and at least compete in the playoffs with whatever other teams make it. I, I don't know of anybody who actually picked the Cardinals to win the World Series and meant it, <laughs> you know? Preseason stuff is all guessing anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But they most certainly were not picked to be in the cellar of the National League Central, let alone the entire National League. And I wonder if this has sunk in to this coaching staff or to this front office or to the players who continue to preach, well, we're not going to panic. It's still early. It's not. It's June, man. It ain't early anymore. I'm, we're done with that excuse. Yes, there is time to get better, but you have to play at a level right now that you haven't really shown yet this year. And I don't know if you are capable of playing at that level to catch up to these other teams. Now, the Cardinals aren't the only disappointing team in the league. The most disappointing team in the whole league has to be either the Cardinals, the Padres, or the Phillies, right? It's got to be one of those three. The Phillies and the Padres went out and spent truckloads of money. Their, their, their payrolls are at like $250 million. And they're both just 27 and 32. So I was thinking about this. I'm like, all right, we're not the only ones in this position. I wonder what the fan bases over on those other teams are, are feeling right now. So I reached out to Locked on Phillies host, Connor Thomas, Locked on Padres host, Javier Reyes, both fantastic dudes. If you haven't gone to watch any of their stuff. Uh, and I just asked him, I was like, what's your guys' panic levels right now? What are you guys going through? Because both of those teams, at least to me, as an outsider looking in, feel like they got some juice left to them, especially in San Diego. San Diego stands out to me a lot because they get Tatis Jr. back, right? After the suspension. Guys already leading their team in home runs after 39 games. Got 11. You've got Machado. You've got Soto. Both superstars, right? having underwhelming seasons, although Soto's picked it up. Machado had that fractured hand, which cost him some time on the IL, so that's why he's been a bit off. But there's still a vibe there when I, like, watch their games. Like, there's still an energy around that team and in that stadium, and it feels like they could take off at some point and just rattle off nine wins in ten games. I mean, pitching-wise for them, that's kind of the question. In my opinion, that's where the real question mark is for San Diego because they've been relying on a guy that we are familiar with in former Cardinal Michael Waka. He's been huge for them. He's 5-2 and two with an ERA of 3.48. And some fans had hoped the Cardinals would, you know, have kicked the tires on Waka and maybe bring him back. I wasn't one of those guys. I, I, I'm still nervous about him, about his injury history, which is why I would have stayed away. But give him credit, man. Waka's doing some good stuff there for the Padres. They also got a former Cy Young winner in Blake Snell on their uh, roster and in their rotation. Hugh Darvish is there. Joe Musgrove is there. I feel like San Diego's got enough ammo to turn it around. Um, Javi said their panic level right now is at a 10. <laughs> I would have thought lower just because of all the talent you have. But you also have to remember for the Padres, they're in a division with the Dodgers. And then the Diamondbacks, who have taken off as well this year. So there's not a lot of room for error. The Cardinals are in the NL Central, which stinks. 
So they're still kind of in it. They're seven and a half back on Monday, but they were just four. They were like right there inside inside of five games just a couple of days ago. So that's what the Padres have going against them because they'd have to make it through the wild card stuff. Uh, Philly has two underperforming starters in Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, who even with their down numbers this year would probably be more than solid on this Cardinals pitching staff. Uh, it's been a very disappointing start to the career for uh, at least as a Philly for Trey Turner, who just cannot seem to get right. They lost Reese Hoskins in the uh, in spring training for the year. Maybe that was a bigger deal than people thought, but uh, they've still got Nick Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber, who's hitting 172, by the way, but hitting the bombs, getting the RBIs. Uh, Bryce Harper still working his way back from his injury. Remember, he didn't start the year with the team. He hasn't taken off yet, hasn't exploded yet. JT Aromuto, their catcher, superstar, right? Struggling. So when I asked Connor what their panic number was, Connor responded with, eh, six. And I asked him, well, how, how come it's only a six? Like, wh- why is that? And he said, well, because we saw this last year. They already went through this. They saw it last year where the Phillies were terrible. And then they took off in the second half and they still have the talent to do it. They've added more talent to that team than they had last year. And Trey Turner's got to figure this out eventually, right? I mean, my fantasy teams need him. (laughs) He's killing me. So what do you guys think the panic level should be here in St. Louis? Hmm? I'll tell you what I think that level is. We'll do that next and I'll explain to you why I'm at that level unlocked on Cardinals. Now, eBay Motors, if you haven't been a part of this yet, you ought to check it out. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. That's why the Cardinals are still trying to piece things together here in June, trying to find the parts that will help their team engine start running better. Keep stalling out. It's the same when it comes to your real vehicle. Every part needs to you know, fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, do what I do, head to eBay Motors. Now, with eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure that every part that you buy from them is going to fit right and it's going to fit the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage, look for the green check to know the part will fit, or you get your money back. So that's good. Because just like in sports, confidence its the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. I'm not a big car guy. I need help. eBay Motors offers it. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. The Cardinals are in Texas tonight to face the Rangers, the first place Rangers. And you can catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM map. Just search Cardinals. Thank you to uh, those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day, my everydayers. You know, it's been a, a tough up and down season. And for the most part, I think I've stayed pretty calm. I've had a few explosions here and there. But for the most part, I've stayed pretty calm. And I've stayed pretty confident and positive about this team. But my panic level with the Cardinals right now, 1 through 10, is at an 11. I'm fed up. After what I just saw in Pittsburgh, 
this weekend. I'm fed up and I'm at an 11 because I don't trust these guys anymore. I've given you two months. I don't trust you anymore. And I'll tell you why. Number one, the offense is too streaky. One day you're, you're torching the opposition for seven to eight runs. The next day, nothing. You know, you, you have this offense, which on some days proves that you're a top five offense, like the numbers in May. The numbers in May say this team is a top five offense. But look at them. The eyeball test says, no, they're not. You know, and, and, and they get they get shut out by like random dudes. Not like if you're facing an ace and they lock you up. It happens. But when I when you're facing a guy on Sunday like Rich Hill, 43-year-old Rich Hill, and he gives up one run on four hits and six and two-thirds innings and strikes out six, that should not be happening to you. Not in this offense. No, no. It's a righty dominant lineup who normally crushes left-handers. You did it last year. You owned left-handers last year. This year, you've hit very well against left-handers again. That shouldn't happen. But it did. I mean, no, no offense to Rich Hill, but come on. The Rangers and the Giants just knocked him around the previous two games. They had no problems. Are you not watching the film of what he was doing in those games and preparing properly? I don't know. But you can't hardly get nothing off that guy? That's pathetic. Another thing that bugs me about the offense, when the other team goes to a bullpen game, for some reason the Cardinals don't know how to do anything against those. They're, they're the greatest bullpen in the history of baseball in that game. The Cardinals have an inability to hit a team, or a pitcher, I should say, the first time around in the order, I guess. It's impossible. Ask them. That's what they complained about the other day. Oh, uh, you know, the matchups and the excuses. Saturday, exactly. Rainforced the Pirates into that bullpen game. And it worked brilliantly. They got out-managed. They got out-pitched. They got out-hit eventually. Cardinals offense got stymied until a late dinger by Gorman actually made a game out of it. But it was horrible. Derek Gould from SCLToday.com pointed out that the Cardinals have scored 37 runs in their last 12 games, third fewest in the majors during that span. 2.4 runs per game average over those past 10 games, and they leave Pittsburgh hitless in their previous 14 at-bats with runners in scoring position. Now you saw the desperation in what they did over the last couple of days. They call up Jordan Walker. They finally make the move to call up Luke and Baker. And his massive bat. Guy is destroying everything in the International League. Home runs, RBIs. No, let's keep Trace Barrera on this roster for three weeks. Three weeks, you let that dude just rot on the bench. Stupid. Baker responds with two hits on Sunday. So maybe they'll help? But as a whole, how do you believe in them? How? What have they shown you that makes you go, but they're going to turn it around? I don't believe it anymore. 
I also don't trust this pitching staff, and it's not just the the rotation. The whole pitching staff, I don't trust them at all. You think they're going to go out and rattle off six or seven's wins in a row to dig them out of this hole? At one point or another, you know what's going to happen during a week of games. Either one of the starters or one of the relievers will implode. It'll happen. And then the team will lose. It's inevitable. It's as inevitable as the, the sun rising in the east and setting in the west. It will happen. You never know who it's going to be, though. Russian roulette for poor Ali over there as the manager because he's like, all right, who's not going to screw us over tonight? But eventually, you're going to find that chamber with that bullet in it, and blam! We saw it happen with uh, Palante and Gio on Friday. The offense comes out red hot, and I'm loving it. I'm like, good, a couple days rest. They come out swing, and they put up five runs. Flaherty doing his thing. He's looked really, really good recently. You got to give him credit. And then disaster. The bullpen comes in and ruins it all. Like they look terrible. In the final two games of the series, though, totally different story. The starting pitching's not so bad. Bullpen's not so bad. Can't get any offense going. We're two months into this thing, and the lack of consistency still remains and continues to be the biggest downfall of this team. And now they got to go to Texas and face the Rangers. And our old buddy, Adolis Garcia. And the Rangers are really good. We're going to preview tonight's game next on Locked on Cardinals. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing, we're always changing. You're not the same person after college as you were in high school. You live, you learn, you make mistakes, you grow inside, you grow outside. And therapy, it shouldn't be a scary word. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding. Because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. It's always nice to have someone that's just there to listen, right? Everybody likes that. And that's where BetterHelp can benefit you. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You don't have to worry about getting an appointment and having to travel to go see whoever it is that you're going to talk to. No, no, no. It's done online. You can discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnMLB. The Cardinals have Adam Wainwright on the mound tonight, and uh, he'll be opposed by left-hander Martin Perez for the Rangers. And you can catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Uh, before we move any further, I want to show off my T-shirt on YouTube. I got the Pujol 700 shirt on today because um, it's going to take a friggin' miracle like what happened with Albert Pujols last year for this team to uh, pull themselves out of this. And the next three days are not going to be easy. The Rangers are everything the Cardinals wish they could be. They have a murderer's row of hitting who mashed the ball 
on a consistent basis. And they have strong starting pitching. They lead the league in team bat. Do you want to know how scary this offense is? They lead the league in team batting average at 278, OBP 345, runs scored 376, hits 563, RBIs with 362, and they're second in slugging and OPS. Tampa Bay is the only team ahead of them. Home run-wise, they're seventh. The Cardinals actually have more home runs than the Rangers do, which was shocking. Adolis Garcia, former Cardinal. I've complained about him on this show many, many times. I'm not going to do it now, but he's tied with Jordan Alvarez for the league lead in RBIs with 51. He also leads their club in home runs with 14. Cardinals didn't want him anymore, though. Marcus Simeon. I know, cheap shot. Marcus Simeon has been their best all-round hitter. Signed him for a uh, you know, huge deal. Got him out of Toronto. Uh, hitting 304, nine home runs, 47 RBIs. Also leads the team in stolen bases with seven. Solid player. Really, really good. Uh, Corey Seager, he's been hurt this season. He was very healthy last year in his first year with Texas, but then he got hurt early on this year. I believe it was a hamstring, a real bad hamstring injury. But he's back, and he is raking. 27 games, hitting 349 with six home runs and 29 knocked in. That's right. He's got more RBIs than games played this year. Think about that for a minute. Uh, rookie third baseman Josh Young, 12 bombs, 38 RBIs. Extremely dangerous. Jonah Heim, switch hitting catcher. Got some pop. 46 RBIs this year so far. They got him from Oakland in 2021 as part of the Elvis Andrews deal. Like, talk about robbery right there. Uh, we will not be seeing Jacob deGrom in this series. Still uh, coming back from injury. But Martin Perez was an all-star last year, if you remember. He gets the ball tonight, 6-1, and one, ERA at 4.43. He did get ripped by the Detroit Tigers his last time out, so hasn't been all that great recently. 2-0 and oh in May, but the ERA was close to 7. But that's how good the Rangers are. When their starting pitching doesn't have a good night, their hitters step up. I mean, imagine that. So it'd be nice to kind of jump on Martin Perez early tonight. Left-handed again. Cardinals usually hit lefties better. But it'd be nice to give this offense some of its confidence back because it doesn't have any. And I have no confidence in them right now. Uh, Adam Wainwright, as I mentioned, will get the ball tonight for the Cardinals. And wow, you know, you're just kind of hoping <laughs> to keep these guys off balance. I mean, Adam's going to have to do a Houdini act tonight because this team is... And this offense is elite and dangerous. And with the amount of like contact Wainwright gives up, things could go sideways pretty fast tonight. I hope it doesn't happen. And I hope they surprise me. And I hope they come out, you know, crushing the ball. They just haven't shown me any reason to believe in them anymore. We saw a little bit of it in May in the middle there against Milwaukee and against the Dodgers. But that's the only time we've seen that team. The rest of the year, that hasn't been there. So why would I trust what I saw over those little games compared to what I'm seeing in the big picture? That's where I'm at with this team right now until they prove me wrong. I don't trust them, and I don't believe in them. I hope they turn it around. I want them to. It's not enjoyable watching these games. 
with the way that they lose games. Again, they're saying don't hit the panic button. We don't have we have confidence. We can turn it around. Adam Wainwright's talking about how they're upset, you know, at themselves. Well, show us. Do something about it. Play better. Win games. And then maybe, just maybe, we'll come back around to you. All right, be sure to catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast for this series against the Rangers with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Cardinals first pitch, 7.05 St. Louis time tonight down in Texas. If you haven't already, please give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. I promise we're not always this upset. But that weekend sucked. Please like and subscribe on YouTube to help our channel and love for the Cardinals grow. You guys are the best fans in baseball for a reason. You deserve better. And I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals.